man-to-man defense to zone defense, if you like sports analogies. And that's totally true. However, he was such a great, he is such a great dad and he, he really has this stuff together. Welcome to Mom in Process, a podcast focused on bringing value back to the role of a full-time mom. You have the potential to change the world, and this is a role you should celebrate and never take lightly. Motherhood is a fluid identity, always shifting, always changing. You are and will forever be a mom in process. Hey, sweet mama. Welcome back to another episode of Mom in Process. As always, I'm your host and creator, Amy Cothran. Happy Thursday. I know Thursdays, we usually do interviews with either expert guests or we have everyday mom guests, my everyday superheroes on. And today, occasionally on Thursdays, I usually try and do them about once a month. We do some Q&A type opportunities. And so today we're going to do a little more get to know me, ask me anything, just kind of some fun topics around Amy and all of these things that I talk about. Let's give you a little bit more of a background on. So today's topic, today's questions, we're just going to dive right in. I guess it's not really, it's not really a topic. So we're just going to dive in. This one's actually kind of focused around kids and my perspective on children and just sort of my experience and what we've gone through. So the first question, I have it on my phone here. I'm just making sure I have all these listed out. How did you know you were ready for kids? And I think that this is a really great question. And obviously these, I'm just going to answer from a really personal standpoint. And the first one is, is that Brad and I always had a plan. We had... (laughs) go figure me. I think you guys have heard that I'm a Enneagram three and eight or eight and three, depending on when I take the test. I'm very, very focused, very goal oriented. And so Brad and I have always had a plan, you know, we got engaged and the plan was to be engaged for almost two years before we got married. And we wanted to live with each other to just kind of just see how that dynamic worked um, much to the dismay of both sets of our parents, they definitely didn't agree with us living with each other before we were married, but we did it anyways. And it was a great, great period of our life where we learned a lot about each other and it was really, really tough, but that was the plan. We wanted to be engaged for almost two years. And then we wanted to be married for two years before we started having kids. And there really wasn't ever this like, oh, I can't wait to be a mom feeling for me, at least not then, not one that I can remember. I am, I don't want to say I'm envious, but I always think it's just so beautiful when people are like, I had this feeling that I just wanted to be a mom so bad. And, and I never really had that. That was just like part of the plan, like engaged for two years, married for two years, time for babies. And it worked out for us. And I think that's what we needed and what I needed. And so by the time that two years was up and it was time for us to, you know, get ready to become parents. I think we were ready. We traveled quite a bit in that time period. We had fun. We lived it up. We lived it up too much, to be honest, but we had fun. We, you know, we bought the house, we bought the dog. We, you know, we did all of sort of those 
those by the book kind of things and things that we thought we were supposed to do. And for us, it, it worked out. Okay. It really genuinely did for some people that doesn't end up working out. Okay. But for us, that's what we wanted to do. And that worked out. Okay. And so when that two years, you know, was up, it was like, okay, I think we're ready. You know, it seems like it's a good time. And this was kind of according to our plan. And I don't remember there even being like a huge dialogue or a huge discussion about it. It was just something that we started trying, like literally, <laughs> and then we got pregnant and we were, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky and very blessed and very, very grateful that ours went smoothly in, in that process. And then, you know, the, the next question, I'm just going to go right into kind of explaining this. What kid number was most surprising to me? Um, was it going from zero to one children? Was it from one to two or from two to three? And honestly, I think the biggest eye opener maybe, or the biggest trend, the biggest change was going from zero to one. Like that first time parent for us was that was really tough. It was really hard on our marriage. Honestly, I had expectations Brad was scared and had his own expectations and I was scared and my expectations were probably too high and, you know, his, he just didn't really know what to do. So that transition from zero to one, especially in that, the, especially in the first few months, that was really tough for us. And then we transitioned right into me leaving my career after that. And so, so that was a really big shift. That was probably the, the hardest, the transition from one to two for me that was probably the hardest because I was no longer a stay-at-home mom to one. I was a stay-at-home mom to two and they were two under two. You know, Gracie wasn't even one when we had Olivia. So I, I had essentially a baby, you know, Gracie was still a baby in her, in her own way. She was, she was walking and stuff, but she was kind of in that very early toddler phase. And now I have a newborn thrown in there and I'm by myself at home postpartum trying to, you know, juggle two kids now and just figuring all this out. And, and mind you, I'd only been a stay at home mom for, for less than two years. And I'd gone my whole life as a career focused female as a career focused woman. So I'm still trying to figure out my path. I'm still trying to figure out myself and home management and things like that. And so that transition was, was the hardest, I think on me personally, but the transition from zero to one, I think was the toughest on us as a couple. And then going from two to three, Brad was really worried about, and they said, you know, that, that you go from man to man defense to zone defense, if you like sports analogies, and that's totally true. However, he was such a great, he is such a great dad and he, he really has this stuff together. And so that transition from two, to three for us, honestly, was the be the most beautiful transition out of all of them because I already was outnumbered at home. So that was like nothing new. The girls were a little bit older. Brad was more comfortable. He was more confident and he was just genuinely more capable of handling the other two. And so I really kind of got a little bit more time to Lily just by myself. We had talked ahead of time about that postpartum period. And I kind of created like this cozy nest for myself upstairs where I could still be with the whole family in the guest room upstairs and still be participating, but just resting and relaxing, especially within that first week while he was home. So for us, that's how it went. I know it's not the same for everybody else, but 
that was what our experience was. And I, I loved it. All of the tough phases, all of those tough transitions made me a better mother. They built resilience and mental toughness for me. And, you know, they really, I fell pretty hard a couple of times and I had to kind of figure that out. So that being said, I want to go into this next question when I was talking about like our goals and our, our focuses and our years of planning all of this stuff. And the question is, have you always been a goal oriented person? And the answer is yes. (laughs) I have always worked towards something. I have had seasons of life and phases of life where I have had to really embrace this idea of simplicity. And I've had to embrace this idea of living in the moment. And, and that was usually after each of the girls was born, but I didn't really understand that until Lily was born. And I took that time and I knew that my goal was to raise this beautiful baby and to, take care of the older two. And there were no big goals or huge dreams within that, you know, within that year, I, I even cut the garden out of our, of our goals that summer when I, I knew I was going to have her just because I knew it was going to be too much, but the, the, the short answer is yes. I've always had something that we're working towards or that I'm working towards. Hey friend, I just wanted to pause this episode for a brief moment and let you in on an incredible opportunity for you to win some mom in process merchandise. We put together a bundle of some of our favorite products that we're selling right now. And I want to give that away. I want to do a drawing. So all I need from you in order to win the vintage ball cap, one of the incredibly soft t-shirts, as well as a water bottle sticker is to head on over to iTunes, leave mom in process podcast, a rating and review, take a screenshot of that review and send it to Cassie at mominprocess.com. This step is very important. So we can be sure to add your name to the drawing. That's Cassie, C-A-S-S-I-E at mominprocess.com. We're going to run this for two weeks. So you have two weeks to get your name in there, to get your name in on the opportunity to win this bundle. This ends on April 10th at midnight. We will announce the winner via email as well as Instagram on Monday, April 11th. So head on over to iTunes, leave that rating and review, take a screenshot of it, send it to Cassie. Good luck. I'm looking forward to this big giveaway. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get back to the show. But there also are phases in my life where I, I have to let go of some of those things. Like I had to let go of the garden. Um, I've had to let go of, of working, working goals and working careers and this label or identity that I'm going to call myself. And that is something that I've really, that I had to embrace as a stay at home mom was I don't have, I don't have career goals. I don't have those five-year goals, but what we supplement that with, or what we replace that with is household goals and goals for our future. And Brad and I, you know, some of our best date nights, some of our best moments are when we have conversations focused around what are our goals? What is our vision for our future? And, and, you know, does, does the action steps that we're taking now align us with, does that keep us on this track for our future goals? What, and, and our visions for our future have honestly shifted over the years, you know, 
you know, there's moments where we're like, do we want to like be homesteaders and, you know, live this like super, super simple life? Or do we want to be able to acquire enough financial stability that we could buy to buy a house in Hawaii? You know, these, these topics and these conversations evolve and shift and pivot and are constantly sort of moving. And I think that that's okay. You know, you hear a lot in these personal development and self-help books of like having a five-year goal and like sticking to that goal. But I do think that one of the things that's beautiful and also frustrating, to be honest, as parents is that those goals shift (laughs) and those goals change with the dynamics of your household and the dynamics of your, of your kids. And that's okay. And that's something that we've just come to realize. And we've just like, ah, whatever to heck with it. You know, it might shift today. It might pivot today, but we still have those conversations and it's still really important to me to be working towards something. And as a stay at home mom, I know firsthand that it's really tough to be working towards something when you're sitting there, just washing the dishes or standing there, washing the dishes every single day and prepping food for your family. And you're like, what are we doing here? But that's what I created this podcast for. Part of it is because I want you to know and understand that you are working towards a greater purpose and a greater good, because it took me a while to really embrace that and realize that and know that some of these small mundane things that I'm doing day to day are still working towards a greater purpose and a greater good. And the goal, you know, the goal in the, in the question that was asked of me is to, what is my goal as a stay at home mom? And, and that's to, that's to raise my children and that's to raise them in the best way that I possibly can. And so basically I took the energy that I pivoted from being in my career. I took the energy that I had with that and I've thrown it into motherhood. And I'm just trying to be as intentional as I possibly can within this season of life that I have, because it's fleeting and it will only be temporary, just like our careers and those, those jobs that we're trying to reach for. And those goals that we have within, within our aspirations outside of our home, those are just moments as are fleeting. And, and this one I feel like is, is something that will, will still be there. And I'll get to see the work that I've done forever versus I had, you know, this job of being in human, this goal of being in human resources. And then that was just gone. And that's just a part of my past. That's not any part of something that I see moving forward. But once I'm through the baby phase, once I'm through the toddler phase, once I'm through the kid phase, like there's all of these next phases that I get to continuously see. And so this leads me into my, my next question that I had in my last question that I had. And, and it was, what kind of a grandma do you hope to be? And I love this question because as a stay at home mom, I've actually, as a full-time mom, I've actually thought about this a bunch of times. And I I think about this a lot, actually. And I want to be the type of grandma that is there for all of it or none of it. If they don't want me to be, I want to be the type of grandma that is a phone call away. If you need a babysitter, I want to be the grandma that is so involved in her grandkids lives. I'm just, you know, there as part of the village and the support. And if they want time and space to figure things out on their own, then that's fine too. But I want to be open and understanding, and I'm trying to do my best to, to sock away these moments and these memories that I'm having these, especially the challenging moments that I'm having so that I remember that when my daughters become mothers, if that's the path that they choose, when they are having issues within their marriage, if that, 
ends up being a path that they choose as well, you know, and, and I just want to be there. I don't want to be the grandma that has advice for everything or feels like I need to tell you what you should do or anything like that. I just want to be the grandma who has the energy to spend time with her grandkids. And I want them to come over, you know, for sleepovers and I want to bake cookies with them and I want to show them things in the garden. And I just want to love on them without, without the effort that you have to put in as a mom. And, you know, I think a lot of you moms out there could probably feel this, you know, especially if we have young kids, like if I had it my way, I'd I'd buy like 800 or a thousand acres and I'd give all of my kids like plots on there. So we could all live in this like one big happy compound and everybody would be around all the time. But I know that's not a reality. They're going to fly away. They're going to leave the coop and they, they may not even be in the same state as I am, but financially I want to be at a point where I could hop on an airplane and be there for a week. If they're, you know, if they had a new baby and I can just help, I want to be the, the grandma and the mom that is help and isn't a hindrance and isn't overly critical and makes people feel uncomfortable. And I know that that's like huge aspirations. And I know that's like a really big, a big vision. And who knows if it'll turn out that way. I just, I just know the type of person that I want to be. And I want to be able to just take all of the wisdom that I've learned and all of the experiences that I've learned and be able to help my daughters. That's the biggest thing is I just want to be able to help my daughters and some of the ways that I haven't really had that support on my end. And and that's okay. That's life. That's the season of life that the, the support that I have around me is in, but I want to, I want to be there. Like I want to be the grandma that picks up the phone and calls her grandkids just to say, hi, I want to offer to take the kids, you know, overnight without having to be asked. I want to, you know, just show them things and teach them things. And that for me, that goes into the cozy space. I want a cozy space where everybody can come visit whenever they want. And it's an open door. You can come by, stop by anytime. So that's my vision. We'll see what happens. We'll see, you know, where my kids land. We'll see what ends up happening in their lives, whether they get married and have children of their own time will only tell. I, I hope so. I mean, (laughs) my daughters have already even said, I don't want to be a mom someday. And then they'll go be like, I can't wait to be a mom. And I'm like, well, why don't, why don't you want to be a mom? Oh, cause look how naughty we are or look how much work we are. And I'm like, I love that. I get to, that my job is taking care of you guys, you know? So that always makes me stop and pause and make sure that I'm reflecting in healthy ways and modeling healthy ways, what my role as a full-time mom is, but you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So Anyways, there was some questions for you, just a little glimpse into what goes on in my mind and what's gone on in my past and has led me to this place that we are now. I'm sure everybody else's story is completely different and I love hearing people's stories. So if you want to share your story with me in what phase of life or what, what, children, what number of children you've had was the toughest for you, for your spouse or for you, are you as a married couple, just reach out to me and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. What kind of grandma do you want to be someday? Do you want to be like the hands-off grandma? Like I did my work, you go live your life and I'll see you. I'll see the grandkids when you want me to see them. I would love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thank you so much for listening today. Sweet mamas. I look forward to talking to you all again very soon. Hey, sweet mama. Thank you so much for joining me in today's conversational journey on mom in process. 
If you found value in today's episode, if you enjoyed this episode, if it made you laugh, if it made you cry, if it made you think, please be sure to share it with another mama friend and don't forget to tag me on social media. Another way for us to build this community and help me bring you free quality content is by leaving me a rating and review on iTunes. I cannot stress enough how important that is to this community and to me as a podcaster. If you'd like to continue the conversation, I encourage you to join the Mom in Process Facebook group. I also bring you inspirational and educational content through Instagram as well. Please remember your role is incredibly valuable and has the potential to improve our world. Thank you so much for listening and spending your valuable time with me today. I look forward to talking to you again very soon.